banging with the president, you at the water, I hit a star raw. Tell me as soon as he got it, he dipping inside it and going in raw dog. I give a fuck to your address, a singer, a model, I pray I don't fall off. Let's pray. All these still Run up a check and you know how we bumming. Get to a million and run up them billies. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome back into the 610 Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here on this Sunday evening recapping the Phillies, taking two out of three from the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, this was a, you know, really a series that I thought that the Phillies played well. Um, you know, the first two games, the offense seemed to put away that uh, one run. Uh, four to one loss to the Braves to bed. Um, in that first inning, they exploded with four runs early. Nick Castellanos on a three-run homer, um, and then Aaron Nola, who I thought, you know, I thought he pitched okay. I didn't think it was great or anything. I mean, I I think we've all seen what Aaron Nola can do when he's at his best. And we haven't seen that on a consistent basis this year. I mean, I sound like a broken record continuously talking about it, but it's true. So, you know, the Phillies are up 4-0. The Cardinals brought it back to 4-3. Nola went 4-2. He turned it over to the bullpen. Um, you know, Jeff Hoffman pitched great. Matt Strom got Nola out of a jam when he came in. Sir Anthony Dominguez looked good. Um, Craig Kimbrell looked okay and Jose Alvarado it was a little scary there but in the end the Phillies get the 5-4 win and you know it was a really really big like I just mentioned um you know I think just for everyone to just kind of relax a little bit and just kind of you know take a take a step back and just realize okay you know we just need to keep buying into what we're doing um you know, and then that took us into game two last night, and Ranger Suarez on the mound, who I thought pitched fantastic. I mean, six innings, four hits, five strikeouts. He had four walks, but when you think about the fact that he has never faced the St. Louis Cardinals before in his career, um, you know, and as a starter, it's it's impressive what he was able to do because that's a veteran. Um, they got a lot of veterans over there on that club, and and really really cool to see. Ranger Suarez go out and do that, and I think the last two starts, you know, maybe we're seeing Ranger Suarez getting back to being healthy, um, you know, throughout this uh, this month of September. Hopefully we get to see that as we keep moving forward, and you can get a little bit more confident in him going out there. Offensively, Alec Bohm got the party started, Brandon Marsh as well. It was 2-0 Phillies. Uh, the Cardinals cut it to 2-1. Kyle Schwarber delivered on a three-run bomb that sent John Kruk to the St. Louis Arch. And then Johan Rojas with a little um, insurance. So, you know, great job um, by everyone I mentioned. So Jeff Hoffman, so here's the bullpen. Jeff Hoffman did a solid job. Uh, Junior Marte, things got a little awry there. They had to bring in Gregory Soto, who finished it off for him on three pitches. And then, and actually, um, as I just said about Gregory Soto, there are three pitches. Uh, hold on to that for later on in this episode. And then Dylan Covey comes in. Now, th- um, think about this. I was driving home from um, 
from Newark, Delaware. And I was in Hokesson when I heard, you know, Greg Murphy mentioned that the Cardinals uh, gave up, a, or, or Cardinals got a hit on Kobe. So the first batter, leadoff hit, first pitch. Um, I actually, at that point, cut the radio off because I was, you know, trying not to get too wound up as I'm driving back. And, you know, it takes me about 10 minutes to go from, at this point, I was in Hokesson, Delaware. It takes me 10 minutes. I, you know, would say tend to go from the bottom of the hill in Hokeston to my house up here in Landenburg. And by the time I got through the door, you know, I was kind of hoping, okay, you know, he got through it. Turn on the TV, and there's Bryce Harper recording the last out with the bases loaded. You just can't trust this Dylan Covey character with, with the lead. I think... And I don't understand why this hasn't become the case, but I guess to save the bullpen, they're going to keep giving him chances. But I don't know, when is enough enough? Like, you know he can't pitch with the lead. Um, you know he's better, perhaps, when he's pitching, when the Phillies are down, he's a little bit more confident. That's just the way I seem to envision Dylan Covey at this point. But the Phillies, again, get the win. And they win the series, and that guaranteed that they will finish the year 581st win of the season. All right, now let's get to today. Let's get to the 500-pound elephant in the room. Phillies uh, with Taiwan Walker on the mound. Um, it's not that I'm entirely, you know like completely down on Taiwan Walker. I mean, I think some people ha are at this point. I for one I'm not because you, I know what we've seen what we've seen what he can do this year. Um and I thought he went out and you know, he he was an inning eater today and gave you that and gave you a lot of um you know, a, a lot of outs um you know, save the bullpen. But Giving up five runs is a little ridiculous to me, uh, and I see who you know he it came off of Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. Um, you know that may that leads me to believe okay, you know at the very least it was to good hitters right um, on that team, but it definitely is a surprise to me to see, or it, it isn't a surprise, but it, it was a little bit of a surprise today when the Phillies came back and they're on a win streak, or they got two wins, I guess two wins doesn't technically count as a win streak, but they just got two wins, the bullpen's pitching, you know, fairly well of late, Alec Bohm brings you back with a home run to get within one, um, Bryson Stott, um, you know, comes around to score on a Nick Castellanos double, you're starting to think, okay, the um, the Phillies are making a comeback here. Uh, there, something's happening in St. Louis. You know, you you get that confidence that the Phillies are going to get it done. And then they put in Sir Anthony Dominguez. I I don't understand it. I mean, at this point, I think you know what Sir Anthony Dominguez is for this season. He's not someone that is confident in his stuff right now. He's not someone that is okay with just, you know, going out there and, you know, getting outs for you later on in the ballgame with his stuff. He's not trusting his stuff. I, I just, 
I, you know, and with two outs, it was even, you know, that made it even worse. But he gives up a big go-ahead home run, which just completely, you know, deflated, I I believe, the team. It deflated me for sure. And it's just, it it makes no sense with this guy. I mean, I just, I don't know what what to say about it. Um, what else to say about it because it's just I just don't understand it I mean this was not the Sir Anthony Dominguez we saw last year and I don't know I, I think that perhaps um, you know he he's a guy that I would bring in in like the sixth inning middle relief something like that you know and he gave it up to Jordan Walker who you know is a solid young prospect for the Cardinals, um, but still, I mean, two outs, and he gives that up, I mean, come on, dude, like, th- again, this isn't the same Sir Anthony Dominguez we saw last season that was really, really solid um, for the Phillies, so, you know, it ends on a sour note, and this is kind of how I felt about the uh, the Angels series um, a few weeks back, where they lost you know, that third game and, or even the Marlins series last week. Um, but they lost that series. So, you know, in terms of a series that they won, I look back on that, um, that angel series where they gave one away and you see the same thing here again today. They give one away. Um, the offense brought them back and the bullpen couldn't, couldn't finish it. And it's just how confident do you really feel in this Phillies bullpen? I, I can tell you right now, I feel as I feel really, really unconfident right now. Um, I, it's just, it's ridiculous. And now you have to go back down to face the Braves, which is just great. I mean, you know, it stinks that this is how, you know, you, you have to go back down there after losing three out of four. But you know what? I really want to see the Phillies now come out with some, you know, real fire to them. Because I can tell you, for one, it ticked me off watching the Braves celebrate yet another uh, NL East title. I can only imagine how it would make those players feel. You know, I mean, I saw that picture the other night of Nick Castellanos kind of standing there as the Braves were celebrating um, you know, around the mound, and if it ticked him off, you know, I hope it did, it sure as heck ticked me off, so the Phillies, quick turnaround, it's right into tomorrow, um, first pitch at 720, Zach Wheeler on the bump, his last start was against the Braves, now is an opportunity for him to redeem himself, you know, after giving up that huge home run to Acuna, I know that ticked him off. I'm sure the home run to Olsen ticked him off. You know, and I really think that, you know, up until that start, I mean, Wheeler was really pitching well. So hopefully he can um, put that behind him and move forward. He's got a 3-7-0 ERA. He's on 11-6 and win-loss record, and it'd be really nice if he could go out there and uh, give the Phillies a good game, and then he'll be... Facing Kyle Wright, who the Phillies just saw last week. 
Um, and, you know, he was only able to go three innings. But, you know, he did some things at the end there that was – I remember hearing that people found encouraging for him moving forward. Hopefully, for the Phillies' sake, that doesn't happen tomorrow and they can jump on him and, you know, get this thing going. That would be huge if they could. I'm be I'm putting a little bit too much confidence, though, in the Phillies. And then Tuesday – so this is a national broadcast on TBS. Christopher Sanchez is going to start with 3-4-0 ERA. Now, from what I'm hearing, the plan is is for Christopher Sanchez to start and then Michael Lorenzen at some point to take over in relief and those two kind of piggyback off each other. Not a bad idea. Lorenzen has come out and pitched out of the bullpen throughout his career. Um, that's something that he can offer you, and I hope that uh, – you know, he makes tomorrow um, a good one as they'll be going against Max Freed. Freed, who you just saw in that 7-6 to Braves win in that um, in that extra innings loss last week. So it would be really huge of Sanchez and Lorenzen to match him um, in, this next, in this next start. I mean, I think that, you know, that's something – that I believe Rob talked about, you know, the six-man rotation, it doesn't, it just doesn't seem like it's working for us at this point. So, you know, I mean, that's what I kind of mentioned last week. Like, it just, it it doesn't, it didn't, it didn't seem like it was working. It, it seemed like pitchers were out of whack. And it's funny, right, because you would expect that it would. I mean, you know, you have an opportunity to get more rest. You would think, okay, the pitchers will be better, right? I mean, that's kind of what you would assume didn't happen. And then for Wednesday, so this is a three-game series, Aaron Nola goes out. Yes, Aaron Nola in what could be his final, final time going down to Atlanta and pitching in a Phillies uniform. I am so happy that this might be the final Aaron Nola start I have to live through in Atlanta. That would be really, really, really great because he stinks going down there. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm assuming that's the closest he gets to home, right? I mean, you know, down in Atlanta, you know, with Louisiana, or at least like in that southern, you know, vibe of, New Orleans and, you know, Atlanta cities in the south. I've never been to either, so I'm just kind of, um, you know, assuming. But, you know, I, he just can't seem to get into a groove. I think actually he he pits Houston to be his kind of home ballpark, I would assume. But still, I mean, down there in that southern weather, you'd think he'd pitch better. He doesn't. I You know, I and I think it's a matter of the Braves just no NOLA. And um, Nola's just really, you know, uh, stinks when he's down there. Sometimes teams just have your number. I actually saw that uh, in, in uh, I think I saw a blurb out of Phillies Nation uh, on Twitter that perhaps the Cardinals will be interested in Aaron Nola. I mean, I think that'd be a great fit. I mean, I think Nola's wore out as welcome in Philly. I just, I think it's, it just hasn't worked. I mean, you know. Um, I, this is a conversation for another time, but I, I, this is just because I saw it there. You know, he has good numbers against the Cardinals. Don't let the other night fool you with, you know, kind of how that was a little wonky, but he typically has pretty good numbers against St. Louis. 
So, um, yeah, and, you know, it, it, which is surprising because you would think of all the years that they've had a really solid team. You wouldn't think of Nola having good numbers against them, but he does. All right, so that's your look ahead as uh, also Nola will be facing Spencer Strider, whom the Phillies saw last uh, their, their last matchup with the Braves, which was the uh, 4-1 to loss, the day game. We saw why Spencer Strider's most likely going to be the Cy Young winner, 9Ks. He, he looked really good, um, you know, but hopefully the Phillies, you know, they put something together against him. You know, you never know. Um, but, yeah, and I also want to say this. The Marlins just swept the Braves. The Marlins just went down to Atlanta and swept them. I mean, I would really, really hope, and knowing our luck, it's not going to happen, but could this possibly be the Braves maybe letting their foot off the gas just a touch? It'd be great if they could just turn over a series to us. My God. We're in the middle of a of a race to the playoffs. They're already clinched. They don't need it. I'm pleading with the Braves here to turn one over. The wild card standings right now are as is. The Phillies sit atop. Three and a half game lead over the Cubs, which is essentially a four and a half game lead because the Phillies won the season series. Um, Cubs currently are losing 6-2 to two to the Diamondbacks. That game's heading to the bottom of the 8th as I'm uh, speaking right now. So, you know, really could have gotten, um, you know, a, uh, a break there if the Diamondbacks can finish the job um, today. The Marlins, like I said, they just completed a three-game sweep of the Braves. They sit in third, tied with the Diamondbacks. Um, I'm going to assume the Diamondbacks... After tonight, we'll be one up on them in the win column, so the Diamondbacks will take over uh, if they hold on to this lead, of course. And then the Reds, half a game back, um, and the Giants, two games back. Um, so that's how it looks right now. Very, very trying times for this National League uh, wild card. And listen, I saw it in an article the other day uh, by Todd Zalecki. It sounds like Rob Thompson's done talking about everything with the wild card, and I want to thank him for that big time. He's done talking about, you know, what the pitching rotation is going to look like because, as he said, we're not there yet. And Zalecki was like, well, it could be just because of this. And, and I, I mean, obviously, you know, I like Todd Zalecki. I like reading his stuff. But, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just saying here, dude obviously he doesn't want to talk about it right now you want to keep everything in perspective you know there's a long season ahead I mean you know I get being a little frustrated with you know you asking a question but at the end of the day man he gave you that answer a while back stop pushing for it please look for new material you know please look for something else to talk about because sitting there talking about the guys you know pitching staff which could change at any point in time and saying well right now this is what it looks like like okay great uh that's only gonna matter if the phillies make it though i don't care right now let's get there you know this isn't a team that's you know exactly the magic number is down to one 
you know, and they're however many games up. I mean, maybe then, but, you know, dude, come on. But anyways, thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight to the 610 Podcast. I am Jay Hollihan. I'll be back on Wednesday for the Phillies talking about the um, three-game series against the Braves. I hope I'm not coming back on here uh, like I was the last time. Very, very displeased with how they finished out. Um, hope I'm coming on here. Uh, of course, I would like to be coming on here raving and you know going carrying on about how well they did. But I'm assuming that we may that may not be uh, the case. Um, and excuse me, as I look at the wild card, I said the Phillies are three and a half games up over the Cubs. They're three games up over the Cubs, three and a half up on the wild card, and essentially, you know, um, that's four over the Cubs, like I said, with a, with a tiebreaker. But um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you.